I have been telling my clients, I don't know if it'll be 110 degrees tomorrow. I don't know if UFOs are going to land or what kind of catastrophe might come next. But the one thing I do feel certain about is that whenever catastrophe unfolds, we're going to be working through it. In this episode of Reimagining Ambition, we're talking about how to manage your career in unprecedented times with as much energy and intention and strategy as we can muster. Your relationship to work and your career have changed over the last few years, and that means the same old career advice just won't do. I'm Jen Walker-Wall, career strategist, resume writer, and founder of Work Wonders Careers. If you're looking to ditch overthinking and hustle culture and pursue work and life in alignment with your values and priorities, you're in the right place. Welcome to Reimagining Ambition. Welcome back to Reimagining Ambition. I am your host, Jen Walker-Wall. I have mixed feelings about today's topic, managing your career in unprecedented times. I mentioned in our last episode that it feels like we've had this like full circle moment where when COVID began, we had layoffs and then work peaked and, you know, then people switched jobs. And I, I feel like we're back to the layoff piece. And I know not every industry and everyone's been impacted, but we are still in a moment of a lot of uncertainty with a lot of chaos happening around us. I personally am not someone who thinks that this path is going to drastically change for the better anytime soon. We're in a pattern that is forcing us to reckon with a lot of unsustainable things happening in our world, a lot of unjust things happening in our world. And it's hard to create space and to think about work and to think about your career. While I don't see the onslaught of unprecedentedness changing, we've learned a few things along the way about how to make the work that you want to do in this area of your life or that you find yourself needing to do in this area of your life a little bit easier. Job searching and career transitions have always been hard. They were hard enough in the before times. But if you feel like these things have been extra hard, you're not alone. I'm with you. Most of our clients are also with you. You're in great company, unfortunately, if you've had a hard time navigating layer after layer of challenge here. What I don't have is a magic wand to make all of this easier for people. I wish I had that. But I do have some insights and practices that have been helpful for the clients that we've been working with. So that's what I'm really excited to share with you today in case it can help offer some structure and direction for your own career planning and practice, whatever that looks like in these unprecedented times. The first thing I want to share is about really knowing your values, priorities, and needs. If you've ever listened to me give a webinar or workshop, or if you've worked with me as a client, you know this is not new advice. In these times, if you will, this becomes a more heightened experience. Priorities can shift rapidly and unexpectedly, as we've learned. And so it's really important that we spend time in reflection, getting clear on what we need more frequently, and that we are really honest with ourselves about what we need. Your job search or career goals don't need to look like everyone else's. The pace does not need to look like anyone else's. One thing 
we say a lot to our clients is that you are running your own race. You're in a race of one. Right now, we're seeing the total opposite of what we saw 18 months ago. 18 months ago, folks in like the nonprofit public sectors had like the slow slog of a job search. And people who were in tech or transitioning into tech were like, boop, 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 like moving right along, getting bumps in their salary, smooth sailing. Now I'm really seeing the opposite in a pretty profound way. The tech job searches are really impacted, taking much longer, much longer than they did, you know, a year and certainly two years ago. Whereas other folks, including a lot of other corporate roles, really don't seem that deeply impacted, at least at this point. So you can't always look around and think like, oh, this is what so-and-so did. You really have to think about what your qualifications are, what your target roles are, what you need out of a job, and give yourself the bandwidth and runway to make it happen, whatever your career goals might be. One thing I do think is helpful if you are someone thinking about a job or career change is to start early, to give yourself the benefit of the longest possible runway. You do not need to know what you're looking for to start thinking about what you're looking for, to start looking and seeing what what resonates with you. I know there are folks that are job searching right now who've been impacted by layoffs, right? You don't get to decide when you start your job search. So for other folks, I want you to consider starting this process early and taking baby steps. The more proactive you can be, the better off you will be, the more options you'll have for yourself. And that's really what we try to help our clients cultivate is options and opportunities with as little stress and overwhelm and burnout as possible. You're also allowed to honor whatever you need to. I always talk about helping people find a job that's a great fit, that aligns, and to have expectations for what that opportunity is going to be like. But you get to set those. So me saying that is not me encouraging you to have a list of things that's wildly unrealistic. You're allowed to prioritize continuity in your work experience. You're allowed to prioritize salary and healthcare. You're allowed to prioritize a safe, healthy work environment. Those things sound very basic. And for a lot of people, we can take them for granted. I don't take them for granted. I understand that a lot of people don't have safe work. They don't have consistent work. They don't have livable wages. I want you to really get clear on what would be a great step for you. Your transition can always be a series of moves rather than a singular move. Sometimes that's a lot easier and faster to implement. And relatedly, the second thing is about staying ready and being prepared. I'm proud of the fact that so many of our clients, folks who've come through our programs and services, they often report being much more intentional and proactive after our time together. And I love, you know, it took me some time of doing this before I realized that was a real consistent pattern with the folks that we worked with. They might have come to us because they were stuck and frustrated and overwhelmed and burned out, but they've gone on to be very focused and really in the driver's seat, right? They haven't made the same mistake twice. And so I want you to think about what it would look like for you to stay ready and to be prepared for opportunities. Even if you are currently between jobs, you want to be proactive and ready for the opportunities that get posted, that come directly to you. So keeping in touch with references and former colleagues, 
making sure your resume is up to date, even if you're not actively job searching, right? Tending to these things with some frequency, some regularity, some intention will make your next move a lot easier and it will keep you prepared for the things that are coming. It's not complicated. It's just hard to hold those commitments to yourself, especially when things are going well. It's just not a priority. But if you can learn even a couple times a year or once a quarter to really maintain these sorts of relationships and, and assets in your career, it can really transform the way you generate opportunities from here on out. The third piece here probably falls under the category of advice I have no business giving, which is about making peace with your capacity. This is an aspirational piece of advice for me. I aspire to take this advice. Bad news, terrible events, being concerned, being stressed, watching friends and colleagues getting laid off, being laid off. They're not exactly productivity enhancers, at least not in any sort of sustainable way. It makes really good sense in any sort of scenario to accept the fact that your process, whatever sort of goal you're pursuing career-wise, will get derailed at some point. You won't get as much done. You'll have to juggle competing priorities. And I know that's so disappointing. It's disappointing when I experience it. I know it's disappointing when our clients don't mean their own expectations. But often, I think the problem is really with our expectations and not really with our execution or our ability to get things done. Number four is don't assume the worst. I know it's really hard some days to not assume the worst. Uh, it can be very alarming and jarring to log into LinkedIn and see people posting all of their layoff announcements, people looking for help in their job search. And there's been this like very strange juxtaposition this year, like stranger and more, more striking than usual of some people like really, really thriving and hitting a stride and checking all their boxes and moving forward almost without friction. And people who are really struggling. As a person, I see a lot of challenging circumstances unfolding. As a career strategist and resume writer, I see lots of great things happening for people. So I want you to hold that both of those things are true, even when it feels like it's impossible that those things can be true and coexist. Most of my hiring experience came in a recession, in a hiring freeze nonetheless. I've seen what the hiring process looks like when there's a hiring freeze because there's still a hiring process a lot of the times. There's all these layered bureaucratic steps to take before a position can get posted. So there's fewer opportunities posted and everything takes a lot longer. And it's, it's annoying. It's a, it's a pain for sure. It's disappointing. It's frustrating for the people doing the hiring and, or trying to do the hiring as much as the people who are looking to get hired. But we still did hire during hiring freezes. And so I, I tried to share that message as often as I can because I don't want people not looking or not applying or taking themselves out of the running for something they're truly interested. I've seen some really fast job searches this year, really fast, effective job searches. And I've seen people generate really great, compelling offers in a lot less time than I would expect, given sort of what things look like overall. Please know that good things are happening. And I believe that they can happen for you as well. Number five, 
I just want to tell you what's working for people, especially people who are looking for a new job, looking for promotions. What's working for people is doing the basics really well. The clients who are getting traction, so getting interviews, getting offers, they're not sending out resume cakes. You know, they're not harassing hiring managers in the DMs. They are primarily using their resumes and their LinkedIn profiles to get traction. They are using our strategies to convey their qualifications. They are aiming for four to eight targeted aligned applications per month for two months. Those are the benchmarks we use for new clients. Once we have fully revised their resume, we ask them to target four to eight targeted tailored applications a month for two months. This is effectively helping people land interviews. This is enough from the vast majority of our clients to land interviews. Some people are doing it with fewer applications. Some people are going to need more. When I see people who are unsuccessful and I can look at the jobs they've applied to or they, they have a good sense, you can see that they are doing one of two things. They are over applying and under tailoring their applications. So they're putting out, they're creating a lot of potential opportunities without really positioning themselves as strongly as they could be. Or they're applying so infrequently and or haphazardly that they're just really not creating enough opportunities. So the job search is mostly not a numbers game, but it's a little bit a numbers game. You do probably have to apply to a few jobs over the course of several weeks to get any traction. Unless you're applying really passively to jobs you're really, really, really well qualified for. That's the approach I've taken as a job seeker, and that has worked really well for me. It's worked well for some other clients who are not necessarily active, urgent job seekers. So make sure you're heading those benchmarks. Make sure your resume and LinkedIn profile are set up to work for you. Applying online should not feel like a black hole. We have clients in every sector using their resumes effectively to generate interviews. It's not the only thing that matters. There's a lot of pieces to getting an offer, but it's a really, really key one. I don't know the specifics of your search if you're currently searching. I don't know what kind of transition you're looking to make, but I do want you to know that the basics are working well. My sixth piece of advice for managing your career in unprecedented times is to not do it alone. I have really staked my career and my credibility as a coach, as a resume writer, as a job search strategist, on being able to write resumes that get results, LinkedIn profiles that get results, interviewing that gets results. Like it's been very like strategy and tactics heavy for me. And those things are so important. Like I, I'm not, we're not doing away with them. We're keeping them. But what's really hard about the job search or any sort of career change or growth process, especially in less than ideal circumstances, is the execution, is the long-term investment in what it takes to get from point A to point B. It is easy and fast to fix a resume in the scheme of things than it is to actually use that resume to get a job. You need to sustain your efforts. And tactics alone, while they'll, they'll certainly make your job search more effective, they may not be all you need to help sustain your effort. Who do you have supporting you? Who do you go to for advice, for insight, for encouragement, for support, for accountability? I'm having this like uh, this vision 
of like Mario and Luigi like running through one of their worlds and they're dodging like man-eating plants and fireballs and like killer turtle things. It's like a lot of like ducking and dodging and jumping over obstacles. I think of relationships and people is that little star that makes you invincible for a little bit so you can run through all those obstacles or like the mushroom that makes you a little bigger or those power-ups, right? Like you are going to need some power-ups for your career change. Or even if you're just dealing with a difficult boss or a difficult project or a team that's like less than ideal, you still should have support for that. Pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is very 2019. Okay, we're not doing that anymore. We are creating connections and relationships and an ecosystem of people who can support us and opportunities for us to support others. I want to leave you with this reminder. Just because you are experiencing obstacles and disappointments and challenges and setbacks does not mean you will not prevail. These things are part of the ride. They're part of the journey. And as far as I can tell, it's very unlikely you will see any growth or change without experiencing some of those things. And right now, some of those challenges are really prominent. They're shared by a lot of people. It can be tough to get things done. It can be tough to get traction. And that's not a reflection on you. That is a reflection of the world we're living in. I hope that you will take a look at what's available to you resource-wise and think about what you can leverage or build to support you in this process. I would love to hear from you. If you are receiving our Working Wisely emails, just hit reply. Your email will come right to my inbox. And of course, if you are a Career Collective member, let's chat about this in our circle community. I'd love to hear any thoughts. Did I miss anything? Which of these tips have you been leveraging the most in these last few months? I look forward to chatting about it. We will be relaunching and refreshing the Career Collective this fall. If that is of interest to you, make sure you are on our email list, workwonderscareers.com. You can sign up for our Working Wisely emails, and those folks are the first to know when we open up enrollment, and we'd love to have you join us. I hope you have a really great week. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't left us a review yet, please consider doing it. It really makes a tremendous difference. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us this week on Reimagining Ambition. While you're here, please hit subscribe or follow and make sure you always get our latest episodes. And if you'd like endless gratitude from yours truly, please consider leaving a review. It really helps our podcast attract new listeners. If you're looking for a hands-on career, job search, and resume support, well, that's what we do best. Come on over to workwonderscareers.com and learn how we help mission-driven professionals like you make career moves that matter.